File corrupted. Beginning recovery process. Welcome everybody to a special report. State of the save. I am Eric as always. With me as always, Michael. How you doing, Michael? Doing great. Fantastic even. We have brought in special help for today's episode. John, John, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? You know, it's it's, it's Friday. It's a Friday show, which is always nice. Usually when we do these shows, it's like in the middle of the week and everybody's half asleep. So it's nice to be going into the weekend. Um, Today is a special show. John was with us when we reviewed slash played through Resident Evil 4 for the show. And with our well-documented love of Resident Evil 4, you knew that a bonus show was going to happen. It was just inevitable at this point. So with the Resident Evil 4 remake coming out, everybody here has played it. Some of us have beaten it. Most of us are fairly deep into the game. Um, We felt like we had to do a special report. So uh, that's what we're doing. Surprise. Um, This is a big deal. This is a big deal, boys. Oh, yeah. I've a well-documented super fan of Resident Evil 4. It's my favorite game of all time. Uh, This was a day one purchase for me from the day it was announced. Um, I tried and bragged about how I was not going to expose myself to really any media. And I did pretty good. Only watched the initial trailer. Um, When the demo came out, I was strong for about two days. And then I broke like a leaf and, uh, <laughs> and played the demo. Um, Michael gave me good advice, though, why I should play the demo. Your kind of opinion, Michael, was to basically get the initial shock out of the way. Yes, because it's going and- to overwhelm you at first because you're like, I can't believe this exists. And because of that, when I played the demo, I did not pay attention to really anything going on in that thing (laughs) i just wanted to know if the gameplay sort of held up so once uh i had that demo done i was like okay they nailed it there's no reason to worry this game is going to be fantastic um john did you try the demo did you stay strong i did try the demo i'm a weakling i did not stay strong (laughs) i I, uh i i played that demo twice in fact uh (laughs) Cause I so my reason for it's kind of funny. I I played the demo. I think I glitched it the first time. Because so no, spoilers on the demo. <laughs> At the end of the demo, you hear the church yeah. bell. Yeah. And the chainsaw guy never came out for me the first time I played the demo. Hmm. It's like I was really? funneling all the enemies. Yeah. I found a way to funnel them all into one like pipeline and was taking them out one by one until I ran out of ammo. And basically I was out of ammo, but then right when I was like literally about to panic and scream, <laughs> uh, church bell rang. Okay. And I was like, huh. And then when I replayed it, I saw the chainsaw guy and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I didn't know about this. <laughs> I don't think that's a glitch because during the demo – 
after Chainsaw Guy had already spawned, the church bell rung right as I emptied my last clip and was out of ammo. So I think there's some cheating going on there. It's also possible. People have discovered with the game on New Game Plus that if you shoot the church bell and can get the church bell to ring, you can trigger that cutscene faster. So it's possible (laughs) something like a stray bullet may have hit it or something. But I think it's a really hard shot to make, even with like the upgraded sniper rifle. Yeah, yeah it's got some distance. Yeah, it's got some distance. You would have to be. I think you would actively be trying to do it. Would be the only way I could see it, like doing <laughs> it. True. Um, I am notoriously like I've played this thing so many times. I played through the demo multiple times myself, but I did it almost as a let's see what they are. Let's see how well they think they know me, because I talked about this a lot with uh, my, you know, Michael before. <laughs> I have a system in how I play this game. And sometimes it can be almost like uh, formulaic. So, you know, the concept of like the chainsaw guy coming out, like I always, first thing I do, take out one guy, run into the building, trigger the cutscene when the chainsaw guy comes out, go from there. And then go fight in the courtyard until things get bad and then climb the tower and just funnel people down the tower. And so I was following my normal system, moving around the environment, realized I was getting overwhelmed climb the tower and then the tower falls out from underneath you and that's when i realized that okay they're gonna they're aware of my you know dastardly little tricks and they're gonna try to you know turn things on me as much as they can and so i played that demo multiple times just really just trying to see what i could break um just like doing that village fight over and over again and be like okay what buildings are open what buildings are not um and yeah i i I agree heavily with Michael's suggestion, which was get the excite, get the initial kind of wow factor out of the way, just so you're more prepared to actually kind of engage with the game on its own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, which is to say that when it was time to engage with the game on its own terms, it it just everything hits. Um, Michael, you said you're on like chapter thirteen, I believe. I'm on chapter eleven. And John, you've completed the game, um, so I feel like oh. we're in a, a good we're in a good spot. We all have differing, you know, we have differing levels of experience with the game so far, but we all have, you know, we're pretty committed. And like I said, John, I'm interested to hear your kind of points of view on things because, uh, you know, having the four four pitcher. Um, what was everybody's initial feelings? Let's start with you, John. Kind of like, okay, game's out, time to start. How did how did it hit from you from the get go? Well, so my my experience is unique because I had not played this game, I had not played the original at all until maybe like when how long ago was that? It wasn't even a year ago when we did that show. Just under a year ago. Yeah, like it's not even been a year since I played the original. Uh from the very get go. I was immediately like, this feels amazing <laughs> because uh, it was hard for me to go back to the old way that the game felt just because I never played it originally. I'd be, I'd gotten all cushy and used to the new control feel of the games. And off the get-go, I was like, this game looks amazing. This game feels amazing. How is, how is the story going to be? How is the dialogue going to... Because I was... The tone immediately that was set was... was 
it felt more serious than the tone that was set yeah. in the original. And I was wondering to myself, how is this Leon going to compare to the old Leon? Is he going to be, is it going to be so grounded in reality that Leon's not going to have any charm? Or is he going to be so goofy that it doesn't match the new tone of this horror, this stronger horror feel? After the first couple chapters, the impressions I got were that they hit a pretty good balance with Leon. He was still goofy enough to where it was like they kept the spirit of him for me. But also it kind of adapted to this more horror-focused tone that the remake showed. I think that's a really good jumping on point for this discussion being Leon Kennedy. Because he does definitely change versus where he is in the original. But it's very much consistent with where he is in Resident Evil 2 remake. We joke that this Mm. is definitely a more uh, jaded Leon. He's been through a lot since then. But he's not completely out of touch with reality like he is in original Resident Evil 4. This is a Leon who's (laughs) been through the ringer. He's willing to crack some jokes. I love the bit at the beginning where you're being escorted by the cops. He he cracks a joke and one of the cops Mm -hmm. says, you have a very weird sense of humor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Leon's not extremely socially awkward like he was in the original um, but at the same time, he still has one of my favorite parts of his character, which is no matter what craziness is going on here, he's still only slightly phased by anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is what I yes. like about it. Like, yes, you know, I, that's not a criticism. I have like, listen, this is a Leon Kennedy household. We don't we don't talk about our Lord and Savior Leon Kennedy. Um, but thanks, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> well, that's a. I can tell you the amount of times I have sat there and just like, are they gonna do the line? And like about fifty yeah. fifty. I get it. Yeah. about fifty fifty. Fifty you know? fifty is exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. There's sometimes yeah. where he, he, he still he, loves big He doesn't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. I, I cheered when the bingo yeah, line. I did too. I did a fist pump in the air like, yes. yes. <laughs> that one I was worried about because you are correct, John. It's a, you know, it's a lot darker. It's a lot more serious. Um, there's a lot more, you know, you go into that initial house mm-hmm. um, sequence and that's not, you know, it's, it's not bright outside. You know, it looks like it's like early, early morning, still dark outside. The whole sequence is a lot more a horror sequence. And I was like, are they going to do the bingo line? And when they do it, I was like, yeah, okay, we'll set. We're fine. Okay, everything's okay now. Um, I was thinking we were going to be okay with the first house sequence that does that is very much ground in horror. And then Leon does the jump and dodge roll out the window. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. There's still a bit of cool guy action movie in this somehow. I think the line it draws doesn't sound good on paper, but I think it works here. They made this, they took this from a B movie and turned it into a blockbuster popcorn flick. Yeah. And and on paper, mm, you're like, yeah. that doesn't seem like it would work, but it really does. It keeps like, it turns it into like a big, high budget, self-aware action movie. 
it's, it's it's great. It's it's not Evil Dead mm. Two. It's John Wick. You know, it has a lot of like the big mm. action sequences. Like I think about in particular a sequence I played last night in the castle. That's the sequence that leads into the uh, you when you switch perspectives and you play as Ashley, which are, who oh, I yes. want to talk about. I want to talk about yeah. that a little bit too. Yeah. Um, well, mm-hmm. that's that in the the main game is a very short cut scene. Um, here it's a big action sequence where Leon's, you know, hitting guys with a knife, using them as human shields, popping fools right and left, and it's something that they do a lot in the in this game. And I'm I kind of am constantly. It's my favorite thing about playing through it is they either expand on sequences or they switch up the order of how things come into play. Um, I've played Resident Evil 4 well into the double digits um, of playthroughs. And so it's constantly like, oh, this sequence is usually following this room over here, but we're going to jump it up three rooms so it's still surprising to a new player. Or this guy makes an appearance here for the first time in the original, but we're going to give you foreshadowing and things like that. Um, you know, to kind of lay the groundwork for the character. They do massive work on, like, we'll talk about Ashley, but Ashley gets her remake, her redo fixes a lot of the initial complaints that you have with Ashley in the, you know, the original game. Uh, Luis gets yeah. his, his entire, th- Luis gets oh. explained. He is yes. a character here yes. instead of a, uh, I love him in the original game. But I love that he's just randomly pops up and then just smiles and walks away and then <laughs> pops up in a sequence later. But here they give him agency. He is a progression throughout the game that he's actively doing things and we understand why he's leaving and disappearing and coming back. Um, just stuff like that that has, just fixes how that character walks. He just has a greater stake in the gameplay and the story in this version absolutely luis is becoming elevated to be one of my favorite resident evil characters because I love him in this yeah the fact that like everything every gameplay sequence with luis they make him as you said john they tie him much more into the gameplay like chapter 11 you're already starting to play it there is a there's a chapter with luis in this game and it's one of the best chapters in this entire game so far just having someone <laughs> mm-hmm. someone for Leon to bounce off of in combat adds yes. a lot to the gameplay and the stuff going on. Well, like the the fight in the uh, the house holdout sequence, which is a uh, you know, it's yeah. an extremely memorable part of the the first game. Uh here A they they nail the horror aspect of it. It's a lot more scary, it's a lot more intimidating. Yeah. But they'll they'll banter is great. How they interact with each other is great. Um, he still has the suave kind of scummy personality, but they've dialed him back now. So he's a lo- he's less of a caricature and he's more of a real character. Um, they just I have been so impressed with the amount of work that they've done just to clean up stuff like him. Uh, you know, when we meet our, our new version of the mayor of the town, who is just the Undertaker now. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> um, he big boots Leon, and that's their introduction. 
Yes. But he gets a little bit more play. We get a little bit more backstory with him. We get some added sequences that was not, you know, that are not in the original game. And it just kind of builds him up a little bit more. So when you get to that big boss fight, you know, he's one of the characters in the original game. If you think about it, it's kind of odd that he disappears so early in that game. Because he's built as a major player. And then he's kind of the... He's the end, he's the ending boss of the first third of the game, but he's just kind of and he's gone, you know. Here he yeah. kind he kind of gets a little bit more to do yeah. and he gets built up more. Um, yeah, there's just they've done a really great job of if you were playing this without having played the original, a lot of this stuff you wouldn't quite pick up on why it's different and this that and the other, but it's just massive quality of life changes that they've added to this that's just makes it feel like a fresh game even though it's something mm-hmm. that i've played you know 20 times i mean yes. it's just it's just and like i said the mixing up of sequences like how you interact with characters early or or how rooms are even rearranged like in the castle uh i got the heads up about michael was struggling in the water room and i was like <laughs> giving myself more time than i ended up having because it kind of appeals a lot earlier in the game uh i opened does in the original i I opened those doors saw what room was next and went back to the merchant i'm like yeah no we're not (laughs) doing this right now (laughs) not today (laughs) um but yes i I, will take that yes i will take that uh first aid spray thank you (laughs) (laughs) um Speak, speaking of characters that got re, you know kind of redone, the merchant somehow they improved the merchant, which I don't know how that's possible, yes. but they did it. <laughs> the merchant is amazing. He's probably the biggest glow up in this entire thing, which I did not think was possible. I I love the merchant. <laughs> all he needed was more quotes. That's all he needed. He's golden. <laughs> I love him. And uh, just a little nugget of a reason to be there, like. The, yeah. the side quest, like from the first side quest you get, bef- uh, I think this is before you even meet him, you see like his first request. That was like, these idiots keep hanging their stupid <laughs> cult stuff around this village. Please, yeah. somebody take them down. So I just, my head, my head cannon here is that he was like a merchant in the village who didn't buy into the cult. And that, and that, um, <laughs> Everyone, once they started joining the cult, they 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 stopped going to the shop. So here comes Leon. He's like, please get this cult out of my village. So that's why he's following him because he's actually what he's buying things. Into, he's the only he's like person left to buy stuff. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I have a little head cannon with this uh, villager here. Like he's already set up. Like he has elaborate elevators in places. This man has like an ongoing business, yeah. and they do. <laughs> say in this version that it is the same merchant because he complains that his back is hurting from hauling all this stuff <laughs> yeah. my favorite thing about him is a they i was a little bit worried that they were going to try to explain him they give you and, just enough <laughs> yeah like oh they, they're gonna try yeah, to give just us enough to let the mind story to the merchant exactly it's like we don't i don't need to know what the merchant's life like before this was like i just want him to still be surly he gets irritated with you when you don't buy stuff um he 
uh he's like the challenge rooms are now these really elaborate challenge rooms are really fun love Um, the gun range i spent they're so nice three i spent probably a couple to three hours in there because i make it a point every time i go down there being like i'm gonna s rank every new challenge and (laughs) just like the addition that your um companions will be in there too like ashley and luis will be in the gun range with you and just comment on your shooting and Ashley reminds me of someone who's with you at the fair cheering you on as you're <laughs> landing headshots. The music here is great. I didn't know that Luis could could be down. Yeah. Oh. There's a third guy. When you oh. um, first get uh, Luis in your party, you can go to the first merchant. There's an elevator down to the gun range right there. So you can do the gun range with Luis. Now you got to play the game again, John, to get there. <laughs> I do. I gotta get the Luis quotes. Oh, also want. <laughs> oh, you know they gotta be good too, because you know, Ashley's all supportive. Luis is gonna talk shit about you. Yeah, <laughs> He's gonna exactly. be like, yeah, like, yeah. What are you doing, man? What, what part of "don't shoot the sailor" don't you understand? <laughs> I, I, um, like, they, and they'll, they've added like. Little stuff to that, like it's so much more than like the original gun range is very much just pop up targets and cut you know occasional moving, but like now it's this elaborate thing where they're like monkeys that come from the ceiling and guys behind barrels and like (laughs) shooting guys with over the shoulder of a sailor and stuff. Like it's like uh, it's twice as elaborate as it used to be, but yeah, like. It's great. I would love that after you finish the game, if you could just like give me access to the gun range, I could just sit there and play the gun range. There's two um, things I want at the end of this game. It is a gun range and it's a boss rush because these bosses are amazing. But yeah, the gun range. Oh yes. It's just the when you get to the bonus round and just the addition of like the disco lights and the music, just all, all of a sudden adding a trumpet <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, it's great. Um. <laughs> I, you, you talked about the bosses. The bosses are great because they either do a very straight up version of the original boss, or they do something that's almost a hundred you know percent completely different. They also seem to throw yeah. in a couple of new ones. I really really dig the like the the second troll that you fight in the castle, who uh, is throwing like stuff down from the the upper walls of the castle and you're trying to navigate around to shoot them with a cannon um i like that um yeah it's like the they did that sequence instead of the weird collapsing ceiling uh all of a sudden there's a tank in the middle of this hallway chasing you out it's like hey it's, it's smarter it's smarter game design we have an asset of this giant creature. Let's use him to throw stuff at you and make a really exciting chase sequence that way. So every time they like take something away, they give you something else. There hasn't been anything that they've yeah. taken away that, that I goes, severely that miss oh, or I am angry about missing. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. I think... Uh, we are recording this online, and my uh, internet seems to be lagging, so I apologize to everyone in advance. Uh, <laughs> no, you're good. We, uh, so, I remember last time when we were playing the original Resident Evil 4, one of the things that both of you mentioned were, today, 
no one would make a game like Resident Evil 4 today because of all the assets that were in it. Like, just different. And after playing this remake, they did make a lot, but also they found a way, like that troll fight, to reuse them in a way that still, you know, fresh and yeah. felt, felt natural. Well, they also, they cut the stuff that's, like, thematically weird about the original. Um, you know, because there is, like, we talked about, you're, you're 100% right, that's something me and you know, Michael commented about over and over again, is there was all these, like, one-time use assets, where it's like, we're going to do this once. We had a guy yeah. walk on this for three months, and you see it for two seconds. Um, but here they do a better job of making it a more cohesive environment things yes. link a lot better it's a lot more cohesive than it is like separate rooms with challenges inside those rooms um, and like they do cut stuff but they like said nothing that they cut really particularly was like infuriating to me. They cut things like the boulders coming down in the uh, the first uh, the village section, stuff like that. They cut some of the all the quick time stuff, but then the stuff they give you in return mm-hmm. is like, hey, here's a almost an open ward style section with the lake, where instead of just the lake being this thing you cross once or twi- uh, twice and you uh, fight a boss in. We're going to let you drive the boat around and go to different places and find treasure and stuff like that. Um, yes. You know, stuff yeah. like, hey, instead of letting you shoot a cannon once in the tech castle, we're going to give you another one to shoot at a big troll monster. You know, it's being reusing assets and stuff, but it's still giving you a fresh experience. On top of it, it just seems it's it's smarter. You're 100% right. It's smarter game design. It's, it's using your time wisely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, and I, I kind of want to go back to that like section about like the lake there, where like there's all this new stuff in it, where it's like, hey, here's this open area with the lake. We can go adventuring around. That's not in the original game because the original game kind of had to be a series of hallways because it's you know a GameCube game. Um, mm-hmm. like there's just but like that whole section, it's like stuff like that for someone who's very familiar with this thing was just a ball because it's like. Oh, I'm gonna go out there and see what's there. Uh, you can get the red nine for free out I there, was which is nice. So happy! <laughs> I cheered, and then I tried to attach the red dot saw it, and was like, "Nope, you can't do that." But I stuck with it. I eventually, I upgraded that thing completely, and I got the red nine stock on it. So it was like, "I'm sorry for doubting you. I should have trusted you." Yes, my red nine. <laughs> I. It's my baby. It's one of my favorite guns in all games. It's old I reliable. I ran the Red 9. I loved the, it. Uh, yeah, it, it's still solid, man. It's still the best, <laughs> one of the best guns in, in video games. It feels almost like cheating sometimes when you yeah. use it because it's just so powerful. And, um, you know, if you've got half a decent accuracy, you're just dropping fools, you know. I'm going like- into that island with the upgraded Red Nine, and I'm like, "Bring it on, regenerators! How much? Yeah. How worse can you be here?" That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, oh. uh, you'll have a you'll have a, you'll have a time. <laughs> <laughs> 
John's like, it's worse. Just go ahead and accept that. Uh-huh. Your red nines aren't going to really right. help much. Let's just say <laughs> that with this modern yeah. tech, there are animations that they couldn't have done back then Ooh. that they can do now. <laughs> uh. I, I, I've never been more excited and terrified at the same time. I can't wait. Because the game bullied me into playing uh. hardcore mode. Right from the beginning, there's the difficulty slider. It says standard for people who didn't play Resident Evil 2005. And I'm like, I played it. Yeah. Uh, with the hardcore. It's like, for people who have beaten <laughs> Resident Evil 2005, it's like, I beat that game three or four times. How dare you question me? <laughs> yeah. I, it's like that uh, Keegan Michael Key gif of, and I took that personally. So. <laughs> Yeah, I've only regretted. That's also a Michael Jordan <laughs> gift. I, th- I think it's funny you can see what version of the internet you're on because you're like, it's like the King Michael King. I'm like, it's also Michael Jordan, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll let that slot. <laughs> but yeah, so I've only regretted a handful of times. Mainly, I think you're past it now, Eric. The room with the two Wolverine dudes. They make that room so much harder. Where that was the one room that killed me more than like five times. That um, the Wolverine guys are, are still very tough. They don't seem to be mm-hmm. as they're smarter. They're not as dumb as they used to be. Where you could kind of just like stand still and they walk away from you. Yeah. Um, yeah. They kind of stay. The, they kind of hover. Yeah. Well, and they also kind of like track where you you. So if you shoot them and then you move back. It seems like they still head that direction, and they still can usually ch- you know hit you. But if you yes. move, you have to kind of move like in a circle or sideways path, you know, way of movement. Um, the only like sequence that has killed me repeatedly, weirdly enough, is the sequence towards the end of the village where you get attacked by the two chainsaw wielding enemies that come oh, through the-, the wall. The sisters. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> which Leon's yeah. best line in the game here. I'm more of the... a one woman type of guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a very Leon Kennedy line. Like Leon just being like, oh, I, got, I got a joke. Like, hey, and, Ashley, how you feel about that joke? And the uh, backflip. He could have just ducked or like, yeah. scooted back. <laughs> Leon back Kennedy does a backflip. <laughs> and I just shook my head and went, that's the same Leon. Nothing's changed here. <laughs> One of my biggest fears after playing Resident Evil 2 Remake and that Leon Kennedy that's in that, who has no Kung Fu skills, is that they were going to drop down his his kicks and somersaults and all this stuff. And no, they still let you. You somersault all you want. You can still kick guys. You, you can yeah, you suplex can... people now. Yeah. Which is Break great. that guy's I... neck in the opening. Yeah, oh yeah, he kicks that guy so hard he breaks his neck. <laughs> and that guy comes back. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of the new enemy states, you know, like the um I I call it like baby parasite version, which is that where the heads snapped, but you know, they'll still get back up, you know, new and versions I, of how the parasite walks. It's just yeah. all that stuff is it's it's cool because as a new player you wouldn't. You would be like, "Oh, this is a new variant." But as a returning player, it's like, "I know how to deal with all this stuff. I know how to deal with this." Oh crap! I don't know how to deal with this. What's my plan here? What's my scheme? Like I said, I got like a plan on how I play this game, even down to to what weapons I buy when. And yes. so now it's like little stuff like that will throw you off your game pretty good. Be- like there's a dude in the bathroom. <laughs> 
that <laughs> yeah, got back at you. And like that jump scared me. He's in the bathroom, I think, in the original. But he's a lot more aggressive here, and it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Him and the uh, wardrobe guy in the first village just made... There was like a moment of the controller popping out of my hand. Just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like little, little stuff like that. Like the war, yeah, wardrobe guy is a problem. Because at that, that point, you're roaming around the village looking for loot, you know... Picking up, you know, supplies. You're like, ah, oh, what a happy day here in this village. I killed all these guys. And then out he pops. I don't know what he was doing in there for the whole past two hours. But, um... <laughs> I'm going to yeah, scare this popped. guy so hard. <laughs> <laughs> you might he have killed out. my entire village, but you ain't killing me. <laughs> he popped up during the fight for me. So for me, it was jumping through the window and be like, okay, I got some time before they get here. Let's check this closet. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> The initial <laughs> fight also has one of my favorite things added, which is the cow now. The fact that you can shoot that flame. Oh, it set that cow on fire. And he just yeah, the flaming cow running slam. through the... <laughs> it's wild. It's, it was also insane. Also the greatest line ever. My favorite line is Leon just going, Bill me. <laughs> when he does <laughs> it. I missed that. Um, the cow... damages later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the cows will bully you if you're not careful. There's another cow yard in yeah. which I accidentally shot a cow in. And me and me and Ashley had a bad time because the cows started ramming into Ashley. I kept having to revive <laughs> Ashley. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, don't mess with the cows. No problem. There's also a cow guy now. There's an enemy that's just got a cow head on who's oh, just like a tank. I love uh, that guy. Yeah, speaking of things I didn't know what to do with, I was like, you're not the original. What are you doing here? Get out of here. Don't you know this is a remake? Um, uh, let's talk, <laughs> one thing I do want to talk about, big character here, uh, the reimagining slash redo of Ashley. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was fascinated how this was going to go. Uh I personally don't think the Ashley sequences in the original Resident Evil 4 are that bad. No. Um, I think that they did some really smart stuff here. Uh, she's a little bit smarter. She dodges enemies better. And the fact that you can not straight outright kill her by like a, you know, a, you know oh crap, I accidentally shotgunned Ashley. Um, makes it a <laughs> lot easier to be able to just walk over there and revive or if you do mess up. Um, or, if, you know, you throw a frag grenade a little bit too close to the president's dawdle. <laughs> Instead of mission <laughs> failure, you just have to go over there and pickle back up. Yeah, the downstate and the fact that you don't have to use any of your healing items. Because let me tell you, I'm very light on yes. healing items, it turns out. I was just about to say that. <laughs> yes, I love that you no longer have to, she no longer has her separate health bar that you have to manage. It's like she just goes into that down state, and when she does, you go help her up. If she gets hit again, then she's gone. She and calls out enemy locations, too. Leon, behind you. Exactly. To yes. The, to your right. All that stuff is great. They did a great job with Ashley. Even the, like, the follow mechanic of how like close you want her to follow you is really, really smart. Because it is, it's great in big or open arenas to let her kind of fall behind. 
where you can yes. kind of go out, get in the fray, throw your grenades, shoot a bunch of machine gun bullets, and not have to worry about it as much. But it is good, like, oh, crap, I'm out of ammunition, Ashley. We're just going to get out of here. <laughs> and you just be like, follow close and duck and weave, duck and weave, kid. Um, <laughs> it just really, really helps. Um, also, she like the annoyance factor is gone. She's not whiny. She has a, she shows a little bit of competence. She they didn't do the whole thing that I was kind of thinking they were gonna lean into, which was like now Ashley's hyper competent and good at everything. Now <laughs> she's still a scared teenager, but, but over time she gets more competent. Exactly, yes. she shows intelligence. Yes, like I talk, I thought about the uh, the first sequence you play as her, which I kind of dislike in the original. The sequence in which you play as as Ashley, uh, it has the worst puzzle because it has one of those slide puzzles, and I hate the slide puzzle. The <laughs> There's passion. a worst puzzle in this game with the rotating hexagon blocks. I don't know if you did that one. Oh. That was an optional one back in uh, the village. I hated that's that. Not that. That's, that's okay. Oh. I, I, I got I, lucky on that one. I feel like you either do it in. <laughs> I feel like you either do it in two spins or you do it in two hundred. <laughs> yes yeah because it's like i think you can mess it up worse than it already is mm-hmm. when you start and then mm-hmm. it doesn't reset so no matter how bad you messed it up you can't reset it to what it was and it's like ah <laughs> i like the fact that it doesn't reset too because then you can't do the like the classic i'll just go to youtube and see how to fix it yeah, you you can't do- <laughs> yeah. it's done now bro exactly i tried to do that <laughs> but i couldn't <laughs> It's uh, like it's too bad, John. You've been messing with this for fifteen minutes. You figure it out now. <laughs> um, no, exactly. <laughs> I did uh, it. I brute force that thing. I'm like, I'm not leaving until I get this done. <laughs> I think I, I must have got real lucky then, because I'm not. I'm by no by no means like that's not a puzzle. I'm like really, really like I'm not like the puzzle guy. You know, like I said, I hated that slide puzzle so deeply in Resident Evil Four. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I was I must have got real lucky on that one because I I went into it anticipating hatred, and I kind of came away pretty. I was like, okay, um, but like she shows competence in there, like and also that whole sequence is vastly better. Instead of just dodging fallen axes from night armor, you know you have this cool mechanic of freezing the knights with the light, and then yes. when you lose the light, that whole sequence you yes. want like it cues more of a horror sequence of her running no longer now able to you know protect herself that whole that whole sequence is is just great um i like the fact that Mm -hmm. like she like there's a sadler is not like um being revealed constantly like have we it's not till like i don't think i've even been in the same room as the man but once I don't think so, but his presence. You see him in flashbacks. Yeah, but I don't like. It's not like Leon's talking to him all the time. He's in your head as like the leader of the parasites guiding you, which I think is a cooler way to use Saddler. I do wish we got a few more scenes with him so far. I don't know if the island fixes that, but so far I wish we had more Saddler. And as someone who completed the castle, I wish we had more Salazar. I like Salazar yeah. in the remake. Yeah. Salazar in the original is better. His boss fight here is much better, though. But as Salazar is a character. Oh, the boss fight. So, that's my favorite uh, boss fight. It's so good. 
And that makes me yeah. happy because I'm not a super fan of the original boss fight with him. It's kind of yeah. like it strikes me as like it's one of the very like generic Resident Evil boss fights. Shoot the eyeball. Um, yeah, shoot the eyeball. Mm. It, you've seen it in Resident Evil Three. You've seen it in Resident Evil, you know, Zero, whatever. You know, it's just it's in almost all the Resident Evil games. So the fact that you guys really dig his boss fight makes me really really happy. Um, it's definitely better than the original boss fight. The boss I, fight is at least every, every boss fight yeah. so far. I would say is better than the original. The only one I would say the I may like the original better is the fight with the right hand. But it's close. It's very similar to it. Hmm. It's a good fight in the original game. It like I that's it's intense. Because what makes it work so good in the original is that it's a swerve in tone to full-on horror. Here it's in tone with the rest of the game, so it doesn't it doesn't make you more tense. It's just it, it's like the same feeling going throughout the entire game. His design is still cool. I I think the, that's the only boss fight so far that I think the original version is better, and that's just because of the tonality of it. I. I could see that kind of falling in similar line with what John was saying, where it's using your assets and trying to keep the tone a little bit more consistent. While yeah. Resident Evil Four, original Resident Evil Four, doesn't care anything about that. So anytime <laughs> you enter a room, it could be a completely different thing. Um, so I could see them being like, "No, we need to keep the tone more consistent," um, which is particularly interesting to me because how is that tone going to work with like the regenerators which is a straight up more of a horror enemy uh, which again, is uh once really... again oh. <laughs> <laughs> from john's from john's sounds and non-spoiler talk i imagine pretty good <laughs> they were the talk of the original game and i believe from what i've seen there's some of the talk of this game too which has me very happy they they keep the same impact that they had in the original game. <laughs> that makes me I'll give you that much. <laughs> yes, okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm I'm interested to see how that works also because like right now I I have this semi-automatic sniper rifle, but I don't have a scope for it. So I'm get, just get, like get inciting people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I really hope that that I really hope that that like infrared scope is not going to be like behind the paywall of me having to pay that margin for it because I hope I, you have enough spinal cuz I'm using I, I'm I'm iron sighting it right now with that sniper. I rifle. will spoil and that. And it's working okay. You, you don't have to buy the infrared scope. I will spoil that. You okay. don't have to do that. Why do I have a feeling it's not in the same spot? <laughs> I have that. Don't say anything, John. I have that feeling that I'm gonna open that chest and it's going to be a note that says we moved it. <laughs> be like surprise! We had this cool scope here for a while, but then we got bored with it, so we we just ditched it. Um, <laughs> figure it out now. Um, I am excited. But the island is the section of the game that I kind of think is the weakest of the original. Um, that's not saying it's bad by any means. I really like the the island in the original because the regenerators. It's a little bit weird fighting like all the dudes with the guns and stuff, the Gatling gun guy. Um, so I'm really excited how the island's gonna walk. They didn't show a lot of that in the trailers. Um, yeah, yep. So I'm 
I'm excited to see how that's going to work. There's some stuff, not going into details here for you, because I want to keep some of this stuff a surprise. They already start doing mm-hmm. some island stuff in the castle. Okay. That has me going like, what? I'm like thinking through my head, like, okay, we did that. We did that. There's there's still like three highlights here, but they mostly covered all this. So I'm wondering, are they going to fill it with new stuff to try to make it flow better and feel consistent? Because that was the biggest problem of the island in the original game, was it felt like three different locations and three different ideas kind of thrown together. You have the island with like the beach area where you go to war. You have the uh, oil refinery zone. You have the laboratory with the regenerators. Then you have, like, this construction site thing where you fight uh, Saddler, and then you leave, and that's... You also have some, like, underground tunnel stuff where you have laser sights, and that's where you also fight Krauser in, uh, basically the steam room from Commando. So it's all a bunch of stuff thrown together. So I'm wondering if they already did some island stuff in the castle, so they can kind of not necessarily homogenize, but, like, make it flow better. The progression feels more natural from the from location to location. Okay. That has... That... that yes. Yes. The island feels that, more, more of a natural progression in this game, I think, based on what I remember, without spoiling anything. Like, there's more of a reason. Like, it makes more sense. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. That makes me really happy because that is something that's a valid complaint on the original game is that the island is kind of random. You know, it's like it's like <laughs> we have a bunch of ideas. It feels like ideas from original versions of that game that they put together and made, you know, walk. It has um, the best moments and the worst moments of that game thrown together in a blender. Yeah, because it has really good stuff in it, but yes. it also has some stuff. And it also suffers a little bit from the... Um, the okay let's wrap this up syndrome right where it's like what are we doing here you know let's go ahead and get through some of this we're 10 million dollars over budget and two years too late we need to (laughs) yeah it's like what are we We gonna release this tomorrow um i i i'm happy to hear that it seems to be a little bit more of like connected experience that seems like a and so far they've not given me any, any reason why they wouldn't be because everything just seems to be a lot more smooth in it's how it flows and things yes. connect a lot better i really that's like it's triumph of how they've done this like I said if anybody was going to come in here and try to poke holes and how things was going to work it would be me and it's, i've not had really many complaints at all um, I don't like the fact that uh, your initial uh, seeing of Ada in the mayor's house, you can't go back in the room and get another cutscene. That kind of pissed me off. How dare they? Because um, <laughs> they kind of put it all there. Because they had the problem of the original game of the dude still being there, but in this game, exactly. he kind of just he kind of just falls like a sack of potatoes out of the window, which is pretty great. <laughs> when he jumps out the window, I was like, well, what happens if I go out of the room and come back in? <laughs> I was like, oh, it doesn't happen. This is bullshit. <laughs> there goes your 10 out of 10, Capcom. <laughs> um, nah, but like, other than like, like, it's just, I'm just overjoyed with how well this has come out. Um, we are getting mercenaries at the end of 
well, it'll be next week, next month. Yeah, is it next week? Next I week. It was into two. Oh, so it is next week. Yep. Yeah. It's and free it download me, too. It has me thinking that eventually we're going to get separate ways because they worked in some of the separate ways cutscenes into this game. I we do not play as Ada in this, do we, John? That would be a question I, for you. Um, no, we do not. Okay. Okay. That was one thing I thought might happen. I was like, if they're not going to do separate ways, maybe you have... Because you do some sequences in the Resident Evil 2 remake as Ada. And I was like, well, maybe they'll like put you in the shoes of Ada throughout the game or something like that and try to walk in some of that throughout the game. So, yeah, I, I, I if you don't do that in this, I think that it's got to be almost a given at this yeah, point. Yeah, it could be, could that be DLC. separate ways comes. Yeah. Because there's a lot missing Ada's the only part of this game that feels one for one with the original and how she's cheated because she does do the yeah. show up leave show up leave and all her cutscenes basically play out the same so far she gets yeah. a couple of extra um like the scene with this... her and Luis yes mm-hmm. well there's also the sequence in which her she's on the the walls of the castle when Ashley's grabbed and she's the one who points Leon in the direction of where Ashley is being taken. Oh, that's true, because she's the only one who hacks your radio. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she gets a little bit more. Um, there's some direct references to her and Leon from the, specifically the Resident Evil 2 remake version of the story that's yes. kind of there. Um, I feel like Separate Ways has to be, it has to be a guarantee at this point. Um, she's that's just too much potential for money. You put that thing as a twenty dollar <laughs> download, you'll get my money day one. Um, and like I said, you could even do some like play, you know, run through of the same areas. And I I would like a sequence break at one point though. When you, if you shoot the clock tower, I want the game to take that in consideration when you play separate ways. But I don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, I, I. Oh, is that what happens in the original? In the separate ways, yeah. Basically, oh. every they explain every time. How did Leon get out of this? It was Ada doing something to get yeah. Leon out on the right oh. track. It's basically That's the cool. Lion King one and a half of Resident yeah. Evil Four. Yeah, yeah. That's Ada's really like cool. the background. <laughs> I, I've been watching for like Ada moments. So like when you re-enter the uh, the village after the mayor's house and they um they blow up the towel in this um i was like whoa that seems a little bit weird for the villagers themselves to do that i wonder if that's an ada thing like i've been doing like that now constantly like any changes or any unique little weird stuff i'm like it seems like that could be an ada situation over there let's you know kind of keep an eye on that put, put a mental note in there what she's been doing um because I could see them doing some fun stuff with separate ways of Ada doing different stuff, you know, and have her being a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more unique situations to what she's been doing throughout the whole escapades. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I, 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 if you came to this show thinking that somebody was going to be on here bashing this, I don't know what you were, you know, I don't know what show you thought you came to, <laughs> but. Yeah, sorry to um, sorry to disappoint. This is fantastic yeah. game. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I came here for multiple perspectives on Resident Evil 4 Remake. The only thing I got was all three of them telling me how good it is. In um, three different ways how amazing this game is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. I, I have a question for you, John. At the yeah. end of our Resident Evil discussion, uh, Resident Evil 4 discussion, you said uh, off mic that 7... But between the three you played seven, eight, and four, that four was your least favorite of those three games you played. Have you played any more Resident Evil games since then? And if you have, where does the remake of four line up with that? This is a good question. So I've actually not played any yet. I, I got a bunch of them while they were on sale to play sometime. I think the next one I play will be the Resident Evil 2 remake. Just yes. to get some more of that Ada and uh, Leon context. You also um, get Claire. Claire's great. Claire, Claire is great. I, I love, like, like I would highly suggest it for Leon, but Claire is also really good. Noted. That'll probably be the next one I play. But no, I've not played any new ones. Uh, but I will say, so seven was my favorite out of those. Um, I liked four, but because I was coming on to four... Way after its original release date, just I had been spoiled by the new RE engine. Seven was probably my favorite just because it was such a good horror experience. But, uh, oh, sorry, internet's lagging again. Uh, but I will say this is my new favorite Resident Evil game. Ooh, Be- <laughs> this is my new, this is like easily, easily. Whoa. I enjoy this game. <laughs> yes. I this game takes what I loved about Resident Evil 7 and 8 and combines it with the things I liked about Resident Evil 4. Yes. It that, takes away that's the, where I'm at too. It married the two. Mm-hmm. It takes away the barrier to fun that Resident yes. Evil 4 has. Yo, listen, the tank control stuff is a barrier to fun in Resident Evil 4. It's necessary for how that game is designed, but going back to it, if you're not accustomed mm-hmm. to it, it, it's a challenge. And it's it makes things like, you know, reloading your gun unnecessarily difficult, you know? And they mm-hmm. did stuff here that if you... The, the great crazy thing is... They did stuff here that still feels Resident Evil Four to me, yes. like mm-hmm. with the the how you shoot in this still feels very much like a stop, plant, shoot mentality. Yeah, you can move, yes, but your accuracy's so daggum bad you don't want to do that. So I still feel right. like I'm playing it, and I have a hard time understanding whether that's just me in that mindset or if that's just the game doing a great job of kind of still forcing it upon you. I still feel like sometimes I still play this like old Resident Evil 4 where I still plant wound guys, then bail, <laughs> go run away, return around, plant, take some dudes guys out, you know. Um, See, I yeah. have the exact near opposite mentality there because I had to relearn how to play this on hardcore because I was trying to do the plant shoot thing. But on hardcore you got to keep... It's like how Doom 2016 combat is, where it's like, if you stop moving, you're going to die. You have to constantly be on the move. Which was the exact opposite of original Resident Evil 4. So that took a little bit of adjusting, too. But 
once I got the hang of that, I've been having a blast with the combat. One thing I do want to ask both of you, how y'all feel about the parry system? Love it. The knife is I great. It. it feels so great to parry a chainsaw. <laughs> I upgraded my knife. I have one more upgrade on the knife to do the knife. I want to do a knife. I want to do a knife only run of this at some point because I love the knife so much. Ooh. You probably could. You could. It would be tough, but you I probably you could. Can, I think you can unlock because there's a lot of unlocks in this game, and oh, I yeah, cannot yeah. wait to play through this as soon as I finish it. If I'm maybe on a lower difficulty with the overpowered weapons, just so I can breeze through this whole thing. But I think one of the upgrades you can unlock is a knife that never breaks. I feel like if you had that, you would probably be able to do a knife-only run. Because I'm having a hard time thinking of any particular enemies that require you to have to shoot them. Um, that you can't walk your way around to get in close quarters with them. And with the parry system, if you get real good at parrying stuff, you can pretty much get, you know, you can get yourself through mobs. And, you know, you can always just wound slash kick people in faces. Um, and, you know, it's always, you know, just walk your way around and stab dudes in the neck and stuff. So, I, yeah. I, one of my favorite things is, you know, the knife's in Resident Evil 4, but it's like a last-ditch effort, you know? But if you ever, like, mm-hmm. look at the advertising for Resident Evil 4, like, the knife's, like, present everywhere. He's got the knife. He's got it upside down, you, yeah. know, is, you know, which is a terrible way to carry a knife, but, you know, <laughs> it's still freaking cool. Um, the fact that they lean so heavily into the knife here makes me really happy. They're like, no, now that knife's, like, Leon's main, you know, weapon of choice. When in doubt, he stabs people. Um, Stop Skeletons from Fighting just released a fantastic video this past week uh where he's discusses he's, he's covering all of the demos the gamecube demo the japanese demo the original game and the chainsaw demo and explaining how like things shifted over time as like it went through each stage of like development and what's interesting is that in the original demo of resident evil 4 the knife is not mapped to a button you have to pause the game go into your inventory, which is laid out like an original Resident Evil inventory. It doesn't have the attache case. You have to physically equip the knife, and then you just have it in your hand, and then you can't move your static. It's like you're holding down that button. So it's amazing how the knife went from the worst thing to use to the absolute best thing in this entire game. You it's, So it's I don't know about out. like an infinite knife. Like, I've not heard much about that, but I will say, you might be in for a knife's surprise later. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> if I would get, I was wondering if I would get Krauser's knife eventually, because you get that in the main game. Yeah. Oh, you do? And Eric, did you catch oh. that the, yeah, uh, you do in the original game, because you, you do the knife that. fight with, you do the knife fight with him, and then he like, is that, when, no, you get it after you beat his boss fight like his proper boss fight not the quick time event boss fight yeah when you i think when you finally kill him is when you get his fancy knife gotcha i can't wait for that knife it's gonna be good Mm -hmm. and eric did you catch that the knife leon starts the game with is the one that's given to him in resident evil 2 remake yes which is really really so happy (laughs) there's a lot um there's there's a lot of like little nods to like other projects in that opening cutscene. 
where it's Leon, you know, kind of giving you the rundown of what he's been up to since Resident Evil 2. Um, there's some nods to the animation movies, the animated movies. Um, I think that cutscene of him meeting the president is straight out of one of the animated movies. There is a um, reference to the Wii only shooter, the Dark Side Chronicles, in this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go deep into some Resident Evil lore, which I, I'm, I'm a Resident Evil guy. I've played all of them except I have not played eight yet because I'm an idiot apparently. But um, oh, eight is so good. Yeah, no, I hope I'm you aware. like it. It's good. I love it. <laughs> Listen, there's a, there's a lot of things going for it. All right. <laughs> um, oh, that's one thing I was hoping but, uh, for. So. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. In uh, in eight, the Duke, the salesman in that game, references yeah the salesman in Resident Evil Four. I was hoping that the remake would include a quote where he references the Duke, but I've yet to hear it if it do- if it does exist. I haven't seen any ties to seven and eight, which no. I was wondering if this game that was something we talked about on our game club was if uh this game would strengthen its ties to it a little better because it's in a similar location i didn't know mm-hmm. i was pouring through the notes seeing if there was a reference to like uh heisenberg or lady dimitrice or like mother miranda and stuff like that but there i haven't found anything not saying it's not there it's resident evil so you might need to go and walk to the end of the pier and shoot a lake five times in order for that to happen yeah, that's how you get the uh, unlockable skin. That is how you get you? the unlockable skin yeah, without paying yeah. for it. So yeah, you, new you people, don't have to pay. Yeah, new people, if you've never oh. played Resi before, go to the end of the dock and shoot the lake five times, and you'll get the unlockable skin that I paid yeah. money for, like a scrub. You'll get, yeah. <laughs> you'll get the really big, amazing skin that'll just pop out and, and be there for you. Yeah, exactly. Hey, remember how, like, in old Tomb Raider games, if you inserted certain codes, you got to see Laura naked? It's kind of like that. Trust <laughs> exactly. us. Go do it now. <laughs> Nothing bad will happen if you shoot the water. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like Resident Evil 6 kind of is the barding point in which, like, I feel like it's... I don't know if they're going to connect those two because... One of the questions I want to ask y'all before we wrap up here is, do they continue the remaking cycle to five? Or is this the last of these getting remade? We need Code Veronica. As someone who has played Code Veronica, Code Veronica has not aged well at all. I played that game. I like that game. It has fascinating ideas. It's just extremely weird that the only game that we have with a re- in a re- in the remake series is there's only one game with Wesker in it with Resident yeah, Evil 1. Yeah, you're right. Our main our main villain in the series where he really pops up and where it bleeds into 5 is Code Veronica. Code Veronica is very important to the Resident Evil story. That's where you need to go next. Another option I could see them doing is doing a remake of a remake and doing Resident Evil 0 and 1 together in the RE engine. Oh, I would, hmm. dude, you want to talk about, that would be awesome. Because that's something also, I'm glad you brought, um, I think, uh, John, you brought the engine first. This engine's pretty damn amazing. Uh, this okay. is a great engine. Uh-huh. Like, this thing, 
this thing, this thing can pump out some lighting. It can pump out some <laughs> grungy looking wood, and oh, I love this damn thing. They're keep but, adding um, on to it. I saw that they were using the muscle tech that they developed for Street Fighter Six because everyone's muscles in the um, um, view the character viewer just like jiggles. I saw people doing that with like a regenerator rotating around and seeing his body fat just jiggle. <laughs> yeah. The- <laughs> i um i i think i'm with you michael i think the the proper move is either Veronica or maybe a remake of one slash zero with the re engine i don't see any reason to continue on to five i definitely no damn reason at all to go on to six are you sure don't you um, want a six with this team to look at, analyze, being like, we're going to take what's work and completely reevaluate this thing? The problem is what walks. <laughs> as right, as some like, might argue that six may need it the like, most. <laughs> some like to maybe what we really should do is just like wipe the timeline and just announce <laughs> five and six as if five and six never came out. <laughs> Like, isn't it weird how Resident Evil did the Star Wars thing and then jumped to seven and eight, but never did a five and six? That's so weird. It's so weird. And just like come out with a new version of five. (laughs) Um, This is Resident Evil five. It's nothing like the original five. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not even Chris. You know, wet blanket of Resident Evil. It's uh, it's 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 all real characters. Um. I'm, I there was no there was no love for Chris Redfield in his household over there by our Leon Kennedy statue in which we got candles lit and you know lit around. There is no Chris Redfield in this household. As someone who's played eight, I'm now indifferent on Chris. I don't have a I don't have yeah. a hatred towards Chris or a. It's now a burning indifference. I'm like that's an upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> that's the but that's the problem with him. He's just there, yeah. like. He's not as good. His sister is better. Claire yeah. vastly more interesting than he is. Leon Kennedy is <laughs> the greatest video game hero in the history of video games. And um, Jill's pretty you know, great Jill, too. Jill's great. I love Jill. You know, you got Claire, Jill, Leon, all high quality play. You know, characters. Um, yeah. So I think going forward, I would prefer your solutions, Michael, than a straight up remake of Five. Or um, just make nine. Just go on to nine. <laughs> yeah, go. Oh, yeah, I mean, really, to be honest with you, that's the the go to. Uh, It'd be great if nine could just, just tie all the trilogies together in some way. I haven't played eight, so I don't know. Um, seven just feels so different. Like mm-hmm. I, like I have a hard time. I mean, I know Chris is there. I mean, yeah. Chris is there, and you know. And I would love to see a modern, you know, like uh, what Jill and people like that have been up to, you know. But at the same time, I don't want it to be like a Avengers movie sequence in which all of a sudden, because that's what they did with Six. Six was that, where it's like, here's Jill and Chris and Leon and all your favorite characters and Wesker's son for some reason. Um in here as the Avengers of Resident Evil, and it wasn't good. I got so I'm like hesitant 
to want to see them too much into like the the new you know the next ones in the series because like that feels like a different vibe um yeah but yeah it's it a, it's does a, mixed a good job of reining it in to the rest of the series which is weird because it's the one with vampires and werewolves and stuff but i feel like it's more <laughs> consistent with over for some reason that one feels it, like it pulls it back into more resident evil-y stuff by like tying in everything to um not to go into spoilers but umbrella umbrella and the history of umbrella is really important to eight's like background like narrative going on so i feel like that's a good setup for where they can go with nine and because of that maybe bring you could bring back one of the original people who've helped deal with umbrella into this world that that could be where cool. i think you yeah. can go with this like i w- could see i haven't played the shadows of rose dlc yet so i don't Me know neither. if that ends with something i have it i started it but then i moved on to other stuff i'll go back and play through that thing eventually but i don't know if there's a thing at the end of that that sets up where they're going for nine it does set up that there's a time jump so all our characters that we love mm. will be uh, old okay. and grisly, and I really want to play as an old lady Jill. Give me sixty-five-year-old Jill who's just seen seen it all and done with everything. But according to Capcom, no matter how she ages, she'll still wear a blue tank top and look the exact same. Cuts well, to she, Leon uh, in an actual stick. nursing home playing bingo. <laughs> Shit. Do I have to? Do I have to like talk about story stuff from Resident Evil Five? She gets infected with like a version of the virus, and like I'm sure they use that as an excuse why she doesn't age. She gets superpowers yeah, at one did. point. Everyone gets superpowers. Wesker <laughs> in Code Veronica is straight up Agent Smith and does Matrix moves. Yeah, but he slaps he punch, around and throws he catches Chris like Redfield, an old. So that's pretty good. No, but yeah, but then by five, Chris Redfield's like the Incredible Hulk. He punches boulders and stuff. I mean, he's just... He got owned. He's so he jacked. has to train. He's freaking jacked. Like, <laughs> I will say that about Chris Redfield. He's jacked in five. Like, that dude, he's he been doing some up, you know, some upper body days. I mean, I give him credit, you know. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> old man, old man Leon would be cool. I can see, like, 65-year-old Leon being showing up and still somehow getting his... Yo, that's what you do. You can't, he can't kick as high. So you just kick guys in the shit and stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, boys, I think we all agree Resident Evil 4 Remake is a, is a high-quality choice for video games. If you are making your selections yes. this year, I suggest adding it to your cart. It's been a great year for games. Uh, so it, it feels like we're just riding high. I'm, I'm having a hell of a time with video games right now. Mm-hmm. Um, John, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you jumping on. Yeah, thanks for having me. We gotta gotta get you back on for some of the regular playthrough shows. I think uh, we can find some stuff you might want to jump in on for. Always appreciate you being on here. Um, thank you everybody who's been listening. We've had a lot of significant listener jumps recently. People have been finding the show, I guess, which is cool. Um, we are going into Warhammer Space Marine. Yeah. For uh, our next game, we're playing that as a two-portal. Uh, it'll be square. Uh, yeah, lots of hit squares. I told you it's hack and slash. <laughs> um, playing through that. Uh, 
I believe friend of the show Nick will be on that show still. Um, as of uh, yesterday, he's still planning on being there. Um, so that's coming up next week, which is exciting. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and uh, stay safe out there. Thank you.